Okay, so we're starting Daf Nun Hey. We're just going to finish off the last part of the previous Mishnah. We were discussing whether uh, it's totally a minhag to do Malacha on Tisha B'Av. And at the end, Rav Shem Gamliel said, <clears throat> well, 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 the Tanakhama said, only Tanakhama held only, the Chachama held only Tamidi Chachamim can be bottled from work. They, they, they can't, they, they don't work in a place where there is a minhag to do malacha, and that's a problem of mechsiki yura. Right? So only if you're a real Tamad Chacham in a place where the minhag was to do work, you shouldn't stand out and not do work. Or Shimon Golil says, no, that a person may always make himself. He doesn't have to, but in a place where the minhag is, minhag is, the place where the minhag is to do work, place where the minhag is to do work, any person can decide that he can make himself like a Talmud Chacham. We don't have a URA issue. You don't look like, uh, like you're arrogant or you're making yourself into something that you're not. So, so we have Machlikis over here between the Chacham and Rashim Gamliel. Remember, the Rashim Gamliel That means that Rashim Gamliel says anybody who, doesn't, who wants to make himself like a Talmud Chacham and therefore not work in a place where the Minog was to work on Tisha B'Av. So that means Rav Shimon does not hold of Yura. The Rabbanon hold that only a Talmud Chacham in a place where, in a place where the Minhag was to do Malacha, only a Talmud Chacham is allowed to refrain from work. However, we see the Gemara and Brachas said, brought this Machlekes in regards to Kriya Shema. And we said the opposite. Did Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, Chasan, Person who's a chassan, he just gets married. The Tanakama holds that if you want to, you could read Kriyashima. And no, you can't. If you're, you can't just go ahead and make yourself into a Talmud Chacham, into somebody who. Who is, who, who, who is allowed to, meaning over there, what we're saying is, is and we'll, the Gemara will explain it's a Kavana issue. And what we're saying is only somebody who is on a really high level would be able to say Kriya Shema, and therefore, right, only, only Talmud Chacham could. However, Rav Shimon Gamliel, So therefore, Rav Shimon Gamliel there, by Kriya Shema, is saying that since a Chasson is Pater from Kriya Shema, you are unable to read Kriya Shema, which means there is a URA issue. We are concerned, Nafsiki Yura. Over here, he said, even in a place where the minute is to work, any person can make himself Talmud Chacham and not work, right? So it's a stira, because here, he's not concerned about Yura, and by Kriya Shema, when the Chassan's Pater, he is. He says, no, you can't say Shema. And the Rabbanan is also a stira. The Rabbanan over here hold that only a Talmud Chacham can refrain from work, because the minute was to work. So the, here, the Rabbanan hold that we are concerned for Yura. And there, he says, even though that the din is that a Chassan's Pater from Kriya Shema, anyone can read Kriya Shema. So it's a sira. So the Gemara says, Amar Hashita. So one way to deal with this is to just switch them around, and then the Rabban and Rav Shimon Gamliel align. Rav Shisha Berei, the Rav Idi Amar He says no. The Rabban and the Rabban Kasha that you have to look at the situation. So let's say the Rabban over here, Hacha Kiven the Kuli Abdi Malacha. So everybody's doing Malacha. The Ihu Loi Avid. So then he stands out. Mechziki Yura Aval Hasan by Kriya Shema. Well, the Chasan. It's a personal pitur from Kriyashma. What's everybody else doing? 
Everybody else is reading Shema. So therefore, keeping the Kuliyama Kari, the Iunami Kari la Yura. So it doesn't look, he doesn't look like he's standing out. He's reading Shema just because he's a chasa, not everybody's going to know that. He says he's sitting there saying Shema like everybody else. Therefore, there's no Yura issue over there. But here he's standing out. Also, Hasam hu Inan Kavana. So when it comes to Chas and Kriya Shema, Rishon says, there's a Petur, and you're not allowed to. Why? Because it's totally in Kavana. And, V'anan Sadi Lomatsi Kavne Daite. We know, right, the, the, the Halacha is determining, the Mishnah, right, the, the Halacha is determining that you cannot have proper Kavana, therefore don't say Kriya Shema. And what's he going to say? He says, oh, no, 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 don't worry, I'm okay. I'm okay, I, I, I can have Kavana. So then it's Mechzi Kiyura. Abel Hacha over here, just refraining from work, like we had this concept, we brought it a couple of ago, refraining from work is not mechzi kiyura. Right? In an area where, even in an area where everybody's working, there's always some people who aren't working. Amri Malacha, he doesn't have anything to do. See how many balanim, how many unemployed people there are sitting on stoops in the shuk. Right? They're just, they're hanging out in the middle of the day. Just because we live in a society where people are officially working, there's always a percentage of the people that are unemployed or don't have anything to do. Okay, Zuck, the next Mishnah. So, Vachachamim Aymrim. So, this is, this is like the Vachachamim is going to be coming off of the first Mishnah we had in the Perak, which was, Makam Shinnog Ulasis Malacha Vaharib Sachim. Right? When the, when the Minog was to do Malacha. On Erev Pesach, Ad Chatzais Oisim. So after Chatzais, we said, according to everybody, it's going to be Asar on Erev Pesach. Before Chatzais, it's, it's, it's totally on Minah. Okay, so here we're saying, Vachachamim Aymrim, be Yehuda, Hayu Oisin Malacha, Va'arve Pesachim, Ad Chatzais. In Yehuda, they would do Malacha, that it wasn't necessarily Tali B'Minog, which the Gemara is going to address. It wasn't necessarily Tali B'Minog, but rather it was dependent in Yehuda, they would. They wouldn't do malacha at all. Now, halayla. What about at night? So that's during the day. What about at night? So that's the night before. The night, right? Correct. The night before. Sorry. What about the night before? So beishamay oisin veisol matir and aranetzachama. So Beishamai holds it's Aser, and Beishol says it's going to be okay until Neitzachama. Okay, so sorry. Okay, my apologies. Yeah, so Zakta Gemara. Meikara, so in the beginning of the parak, Tana Minog, Tana Isura. Here, the way the Mishnah ends, So we're asking, why is it that the first Mishnah discussed about doing Avoida on an Arab Pesach was Tali and Minog, and now we seem to have switched to Isra. What's going on? So I'm Rabbi Yechon, unlike Hasha, there's two different Tanaim, Ha Rameyer, Ha Rabbi Yehuda. That Rameyer is the one, Rameyer holds things are Tali and Minog, and Rabbi Yehuda holds it's Tali and Isser. So this Mishnah here is now Rabbi Yehuda. The Tanya, we learned in a bright summer, Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says clearly, Be Yehuda, Hayo Eisen Malacha Ba'arbe Psachim, Ar Chatzais. They would do Malacha until Chatzais. Uva Galil, Eno Eisen Kol Ikar. 
and in the Galil, that, I- that area, they wouldn't do Malacha at all. Amalera Meir, Maraya Yehuda Galilakan. What are you bringing me areas? It's totally a minab. Ella, Makam Shinagu Lasis Malacha Eisen, Makam Shinagu Shalai Lasis Einaisen. Now, Mizaka Amara Meir, Minhaga. So we see there's two different shitas. So that means the first mission of the, where the parak started, that was a mayor. And this Mishnah is now talking about, it's, it's a din in Isra Behatar, it's no longer Tali and Minav. So, okay, so that means, that means that there are places, right, according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's now a heter. Right? So that means they would do malacha. It's, it's mutter to do malacha. There's no iser. Not Tali and Minog. So now, the suburb of Yehuda, Arba Asr, Mutter, Basias, Malacha. Then on the 14th, you could do malacha on Erev Pesach. Vahatanya. We learned in a, in a brisa. Now, we're going to discuss in regards to Chadash. Right? So the din is that anything that is planted in the ground, as soon as the Omer is brought, that is a din of Yashan. Right? And then you can go ahead and you could eat from that grain. Now, what happens? Rabbi Yehuda, Omer, Hamanachesh. Let's say a person is. Uh, you know, we, he's working in his field, weeding, whatever, right? It's, he's, he's doing one of the Avedas. And, Bishlesha Asr. So he's doing this on the 13th of Nisan. Okay? A few days before Pesach. V'ne'ekra biyadoi. Let's say, whatever, he's working with wheat, and he by mistake pulls it out. So he pulls it out of the ground. Now you got a problem. Because this is, this is Chadash, right? The Aymer wasn't brought, it was picked. So what does, he, what does he want to do? He wants to replant it in the ground. Put it back in the ground. Then, after the Aymer is brought on the 15th, then I'll be okay. Right now, this will be considered planted. So at what point do we consider the stuff he puts back in replanted? So we say shoisla, he can replant it in, in soft uh, earth because, right, you, you, can't, you can't replant it into hard mud. Okay, but one second. So what are we saying? That in soft, in soft like mud or soft dirt, it will to be able to take root in a very short period of time. And then it will be considered replanted in the ground. And then when you bring your Eimer on the 15th of Nisan, now you'll be able to go ahead and, and, and eat from this tool. So, so what did we say? Rabbi Yehuda says, this case is talking about on the 13th, not on the 14th. Now the question is why? Mechti. Shamina Lady Rabbi Yehuda da Amar, Rabbi Yehuda holds, Kol Harkava Sha'inai Kailates Lishleshis Yamim, Lishlesha Yamim, Shubani Kailates. That any harkava is like, it means like replanting. It means like grafting, combining. It's a replant. Sha'inai Kailates that does not take within three days, Shubani Kailates. So what does that mean? That means that it takes the three days for things to get replanted within the ground. That's the way, that's what we're saying. Now, so why did he say that he's, this occurs on the 13th? Why couldn't we have brought this case occurring on the 14th? Because because if I would do this on Erev Yantif, it would be the 14th is day one, the 15th, uh, uh, the 15th is day two, and the 16th on Tezayin, I said the 15th before, the 16th, the day of the Omer on Tezayin, right, is now the third day, and now it takes root again. So why would Rabbi Yehuda, when he's coming to explain how, if I by mistake plucked my tool from the ground and I want to put it back in, on the 13th, you go ahead and you put it in softer. Why do you have to say on the 13th? You could have said 14th, 14th, 15th, 16th, and that's three days. That's Hashrasha, and it should be okay. LMI, he said 13th, you know why? Because you're not allowed to do it on the, thir- on the 14th. So he said the case was the 13th because the 14th is Asr, Basil, is Malacha. So how could you say that Rabbi Yehuda holds, Rabbi Yehuda is the town of our Mishnah? 
and he's saying that in, let's say, in Yehuda, it was mutter to do malacha. If that's the case, then the example he should have brought for replanting Eimer, should have been, should have been on the 14th. 14, 15, 16, and I have my three days, and I'd be okay. But we're assuming that Mixas day is considered a full day. Yeah, the Gemara will discuss it. I'm always ahead. You for sure learned this already. That's one answer. Amar Rava. Amar Rava. So, our first answer, though, is going to be Begalil Shanu. No, we're talking about Galil, where, again, what did Mishnah say? So Galil, they wouldn't do malacha. So again, it's Isser. So Galil is Aser. We're talking about Galil. And that's why he said the 13. Okay? Now, so what about at night? He could do it the night of the 14. So the Gemara says, I'm Okay, so you have to say Kibeshamai. So that's one answer. Galil at night, which even Rabbi Yehuda will hold, is Aser. Okay, so that's one answer. Second answer is Ravashi Yamar, Lelem Kibes Hillel. It's Galil. Aye, what about at night? Well, I get nobody farms the land at night. Okay, and therefore that's why he couldn't do it on the 14th at all. He could have theoretically done it on the night of the 14th, but nobody plants at night. Okay, they don't work the fields at night. Third answer, Ravina Amar. No. Lo'elam bi Yehuda. Uvahashrasha. Okay, we are talking about Yehuda, and which is a place where it would normally be mutter, and yet here we, we still say that the case is the 13, right? Why? Why not say 14, 15, 14, 15, 16, it's mutter be malacha. So the Gemara says, like Morty wanted to say, chad mixes hayyim kikulay amrinan, trade mixes hayyim kikulay amrinan. Everybody agrees you say one mixes hayyim kikulay, but you don't say two. So in order for the 14th, for this case to occur on the 14th, so you'd have to this, uh, uh, right, you, you, you'd uh, replant it on the 14th. You worked in the field on the 14th, replant it. So that's a bit the same kukula. We'll give you the 14th. We'll give you the 15th first day of Yantiv. But the Oymer, right, is brought in the morning and you don't have the full day. So we're not going to say Trey Mixes Hayyam Kukulay. Therefore, we have to back it up to the 13th to give you two full days plus one Mixes Hayyam Kukulay. I'm simple that the night is not shy. Because technically, you don't need the night time, then that would be three days. If it's, but, well, but night is not shy. Like no, where Kikula is always, I think, Mitzvahim Kikula is always only in the morning. The night doesn't count for Mitzvahim Kikula. I'm saying if you do it at night time, then you have the 14th, 15th. Why? 14th, you don't have the 14th. 14th. When did you plan? Night time. That's not your 14th, night time, then you have 14th. Right, but I think time. in order to say Mitzvahim Kikula, I think, that's what I'm saying, I think. I'm not sure, I don't, don't hold me to this, but I think it has to be the night plus a little bit of the morning. You need to go into the morning, right? We see in all these, you know, mixing kukula, it's in the morning. So just, just doing it at night doesn't, doesn't give you that. Okay, Zuck, the next Mishnah. Remeir Aymer. Kol Malacha. So now what happens <coughs> if it's Arab Yantim? Remeir Aymer. Kol Malacha. Shehischel Bakaydim Laar If you started a certain job <coughs> before Erev Pesach in a place, let's say, where it's Aser B'Malacha. So then Gaimra, sorry, in a place where it's Motor B'Malacha. So you, you, you're doing malacha. Okay, you're allowed to finish it on the 14th. You should not start a new job on the 14th. Even in a place where we say you could work, don't start a new job. Even though it's a very small job and you could finish this job, still, the only malacha that you should be doing on Erev Pesach is finishing an already existing job. Gimel Omnius Oysamalacha Barab Psachim. There are three uh, three professions that are allowed to work on Erev Pesach, Archatzois, Veilohain, Chaitin, Taylor, Vasaprim, Barbers, Vakoibsin, 
cleaners, even shoemakers, and we'll see the reason for all these. Dr. Gamar. So now, we said, Rameir said that you're allowed to finish a job, um, but you're not allowed to start a job on the 14th, on Erev Pesach. Okay, the question is, what, does this job have to be relevant to Pesach? Or not? So, Ibayaluhu. That this that we say you can't start, but you're allowed to finish, is that only if it's a Tzarech HaMoyed? If, if I need it for Moyed, then I could finish it on Erev Yantif. But if I don't need it for Yantif at all, I feel a Migmar Namiloy. Then this whole Mishnah only applies if I need it for Yantif. If I don't need it for Yantif, I'm not even allowed to finish it. Of course, I'm not allowed to start it. Maybe I could say that this Mishnah is saying. Something I don't need for Yantif, I'm allowed to finish. I can't start, which means that something I do need for Yantif, I could even start the job if I need it for Yantif. Okay? Or it makes no difference. Whether I need it for Yantif, is this a factor? Whether I need it for Yantif or not, is that a factor? Maybe it's not a factor at all. It doesn't have to do, we don't care if you need it for Yantif or not. It, it, it's all about it. You're allowed to finish a job, you cannot start a job. Migmar in is So Tashima, we're going to try a series of uh, two riots here. We're going to end up passing off the third riot. Tashima. Avol. Lo ba ba asar. Person should not start a job on, is a brisa, on the 14th Arab Pesach. Afilu katan. Even a small belt. Afilu sivcha katan. Even a small hat. My afilu. What are we saying, even small? Ah, must be that even these which are migmar in is So miklal, right? Even though these are, even though these are I need a bow. I need my hat. I need a belt for yantif. So then we're saying, even these that I need for yantif, I'm only allowed to finish it. I can't start making a belt on erev pesach. So what do we see? Migmar in is miklal that's because these things are the tzarech. That's why I'm allowed to finish it, which means if I don't need it for Yantif, then, if I don't need it for Yantif, then, so we see a raya that this whole Mishnah is only talking about things that are tzarech for Yantif. So the Gemara says, can't bring me a raya. You're saying, one second. Really, is these things you don't need for Yantif. Ah, you may afilu. So why do we say afilu sivcha afilu tzotzokaton? The point is afilu hani dizutri ninhu. That these are very small tasks. I would have thought haschalason zuhi gemar malachtan. That I sit down. It takes me three minutes to make a belt. It takes me three minutes. I tear some strips and I'm, and I'm done. So therefore, since it's like one maisa, and you're allowed to finish it, so so do I should be able to start it because the same mice it would take me to finish it would be the same mice it would take me to, to start it. So I'd be okay. Zuhi that no, you cannot start even if it is not Latsar. And maybe it's only only if no, it's, maybe it's only something or even something that is Shaloy you are allowed to finish but not start. Okay, but it could be that if it's a maybe you could start. Tashima, Rameirai, Rameir says, Komalacha Shehila Tzarech Hamayid. Goimra Ba'arba Asar. That anything that's Tzarech Hamayid, you can finish on Arab Yantif. Eimasai. When are you allowed to finish this? That's only if you started it before Arab Pesach. Aval, Loi Hischilba Kaidim Arba Asar. Loi Yaschilba. You can't start a new job. 
Bar Ba'asar, Afilu, and then what do we say? Afilu Tzilzal Katan, Afilu Tzilzal Katan, even a Tzilzal Katan, and even a Tzilzal Katan. L'tzarech Hamayid in, Shalai L'tzarech Hamayid Lai. So we see that this whole thing applies. We're again assuming that a Tzilzal Katan and Tzilzal Katan is a Tzarech Hamayid. So the Gemara says, no, Hu Adin Da Afilu Shalai L'tzarech Nami, Gamrinan, and even Shalai L'tzarech, you are able to finish. It's not, we're not limiting you to something that you need for Mayid, that you're only allowed to finish a job on something you need for Mayid, but even something you don't need for, for Yantif. Okay, that again, that the whole Chiddush here is that you are only allowed to finish it, you're not allowed to start. Tashima, here we are going to finalize. Remeir Aymer. Remeir says clearly, so here we tie it together. Any malacha that is l'tzarech ha'mayim. So now we're not, we're not, before the last two riots, we were talking about this tiltul katan and katana, and we were assuming you need it for mayim. Here it says clearly, so now we see clearly, we just see clearly that in our Mishnah, when we said you're allowed to finish it, it's only if you need it from the Mayid. But if you don't need it from the Mayid, you're not. What do we see from this Brisa? In, you're only allowed to finish something if it's a tzarech Okay. Next. So we said there are three omnias that you are able to... There are three omnias that you are able to do on Erev Yantif. So Tana. What are these, what are these three? So all, well, the thing is like this, and we had a Tana at the end of the Mishnah. Rabbi Yisib Yehuda said, even the shoemakers, they're also allowed to work, all these are things that they could have a tzarech for yantif. So therefore, we'll allow you to do it. I need it, I need it for yantif, not, not just for yantif. There is a situation where I would be able to do it even on Chalmai. And we're going to see this basically for the rest of the, rest of the, rest of the daf here, that there's an Isra Malacha on Chalamite as well. There's an, we see there's an Isra Malacha on Erev Yantif. The Isra Malacha on Chalamite is more Chamer than the Erev Yantif one. Okay? So, therefore, if I'm able to do it on Chalamite, then I'm for sure able to do it on Erev Yantif. So these things, we're all going to explain why you could, there's a situation where you could do it on Chalamite. Since there's a situation where you could do it on Chalamite, we allowed you to do it on Erev Yantif, which is, we allowed anybody to do it on Erev Yantif, which is more Mekel. So now, why tailors? If something rips and you need it, you're able to sew. So since you are able to sew, so therefore an Arab Yantif, if, if you need to, therefore an Arab Yantif will let anybody do it. What about the barbers and the cleaners? Somebody who comes from out of town, or they get out of jail on Chol Shemayit. So again, if on Chol we in special circumstances, we're going to allow someone to do it, and an Arab Yantaf will allow everybody to do it. So that he added. He said even the shoemakers. Why? That if a guy comes to be Elder Regan and his shoelace breaks, so you can go to the shoemaker and get new shoelaces. Okay. But Micah Miflagi, so why does the Tanakama hold that the shoemaker is excluded? So Mar Savalamidin Tchilas Malacham Yisayf Malacha. The Rabbi Yisrael Yehuda says like this since the shoemaker has to open his store for the people that are going to need to fix their shoes, so, right, on Chalmai, on, on, 
for the people if their shoes break. So therefore, an Arab Pesach will allow him to, he says, it's only for the repairs. There's two different things, right? Kavis is the whole malacha. Um, uh, um, um, Sopra, right? A person's getting a haircut. They're getting a haircut. But shoes, there's the fixing and there's the making new ones. So the Tanakhama says, no, just because people are allowed to fix their shoes doesn't mean you're allowed to be open to make new shoes on Arab Yantif. How, right? So Rabbi Yisib, Rabbi Yehuda, since we allowed Saif Malacha to fix it, therefore Rabbi Yisrael Behuda says, we'll allow you to manufacture shoes as well. The Tanakhama argues, yes, we'll allow a situation where uh, people could bring their, their, maybe could bring their shoes in on Cholmite to fix shoes, but we're not going to allow the shoemaker to be open to manufacture new shoes on Erev Yantif. Fine. Zuck, the next mission, we're going to discuss the same uh, things you're allowed to do on Yudalid. So, Meshivin Shevchin Letanagolim be Yudalid. So, if a person, right, you are, a uh, person has um, uh, chickens or roosters, so you put eggs under it, right, to, uh, to uh, whatever the, I don't know what the scientific process is called, but the egg to turn into a chick, right? So, um, you sit, they, huh? Incubate. Okay, sounds good. Right? So you put the, the rooster on top to incubate. And um, so what we're saying is, on Erev, on Erev Pesach, you're allowed to put the shayvach on top. You're allowed, you're, you're allowed to nest the rooster on top of the eggs. You can put it there. And if, let's say, one's already nesting, it's incubating, then you can put it back on top of the eggs. And the Gemara is going to discuss in a second. Well, you just said that you're allowed to put lechachila. So if you're allowed to put lechachila, of course you are allowed to return one. If the, if the rooster ran away, you're allowed, to, you're allowed to put it back on. The emet mesa, or if the rooster dies, okay, like the process is essentially that the eggs, they start to turn. And we'll see after a period of a few days, for the first few days, and then um, after a few days, it starts to turn, it gets bloody, and then it, you know, it, it turns into an egg. So the point is, that if, if the, if the Tarnagol runs away, so will allow you to put back on to save the eggs. The Mesa, or if the Tarnagol dies, will allow you to put uh, another one, uh, you put another one on to finish the process. Now, a, a separate din, totally separate din. You are allowed to rake from under, right, the galalim, the refuse of an animal. Um, you can rake it on Yodalid. Uvemoyed Okay, and on Cholamayid, then you can actually, you, you could just be misal to stun them. You can't, you know, dustpan, pick it up and throw it in the garbage, but you could just rake it to the side. Malichin kalin, umevian mibesa umen. You can bring kalin, so you can bring kalim to and back from besa umen. Right, so let's say, uh, you know, you went to the, uh, <clears throat> you went to get, uh, you know, your challah cover resown or something, so then you could, uh, you can bring it back from the challah cover store, uh, you can bring it to or back on Erev uh, Yantif, even if it's not L'Tzarek So we'll have to see these three cases. So first we're going to deal with the Meshiv and Tarnagolim. So again, it said, we said that you can put the rooster on top to nest, you can put, and if it runs away, you can put it back. So the Gemara is going to ask, Hashda, if you're allowed to put it on lechachila to nest, I'll do it. Of course, you're allowed to put the rooster back on if it was already nesting. 
So we have to split these cases, and we're going to, we're, like I said, there's a theme we're going to do here. So what we're saying is like this. On the Yudalid, which is more makel, you're allowed to put the rooster on initially. On the Cholomayid, you're not allowed to put on initially, but you are allowed to put back on if it was already nested. By the way, this that we say, that you are allowed to go ahead and put a rooster back on to an egg is only <laughs> if it's within three days, it runs away within three days, right? So within three days after it runs away, the egg is still available to continue finishing the process. So wherever the process is, it starts getting like a little bloody and then it'll turn into, then it'll turn into a chick. So now, if it leaves for five minutes, so then you put, the, you put the rooster back on and it's fine. After three days, the process, you already killed the process in the middle and it's done. So that katele parach tzimramina, within three days, the still heat, the heat of the, the nesting process, okay, is still within the egg and you can pick up where it left off. If the, if the tarnagol leaves, you can put another one on top and they'll continue the process. And, so it has to be within three days of when the rooster got off of the egg, and only if the rooster was already on for three days. Because less than three days, you're not enough into the process to where you really ruin the egg. So like this, before the nesting process, it was a regular edible egg. No check here, right? At the end of the process, it'll turn into a check. Now, what we're saying is, it takes three days to get enough into the process where that egg is no longer edible. Really. Within three days, we'll see, there's going to be machlikis. Within three days, it's machlikis whether or not people will eat it or not. It's a little disgusting, not so disgusting. After three days, no one's going to eat it anymore. It's already committed to manufacturing. Now, if the rooster gets up within three days and goes back on, so then it'll, you can continue the process and it can turn into a uh, successful uh, chick. And you can tell I didn't do well in science. I'm not using <laughs> Failed all sciences and biologies. Okay. So now, anyways, but the idea here is that, fine. And this whole thing that on Chol Maid you're allowed to put back on is if the uh, chicken or rooster originally nested for at least three days, because now the egg is no longer edible. It's gone. But if either there's no hope for this egg, Right, so you've already killed the manufacturing process. You're done. The egg is this, the egg is disgusting. It can no longer be eaten, but it can't turn into a chick. The parachlet simra, since the heat is gone from the egg, parachlet simra or or within three days that you're not far enough into the manufacturing process, you could still eat it. It's not completely ruined. Within three days, someone could still. It's a little bloody, or whatever. We'll see in a second, right? Then you can't put back on on cholmay because you're not committed enough to the process and or you can no longer save it. Ravami Amar, so that's a machlekes. Ravami says, so that was Ravuna Shita, that the only time we're going to let you put the, the chick back on is if it already nested for three days and there's still hope. You could still save it by putting someone on that the, the tzimra did not escape. Ravami says like this, so he doesn't argue on the returning, right? Can you finish the process properly? But he says, even within three days, you can put, even if it's less than three days. So the animal, the, 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 the tarnagal, the chicken, was nesting for less than three days. So the, the bay only turned a little bit, 
It's not fully committed. What's the machlekes? Mar savar lehefsin beruba chashashu lehefsin muah lechashashu. That Rav Ami holds that hefsin muah. Okay, Markov lehefsin muruba chashashu. That once the egg is completely gone, nobody will eat it. That's a chashash. Lehefsin muah lechashashu, and therefore we're not going to. If it's less than three days, Rav Huna holds. If it's less than three days, we're not going to allow you to put the uh, rooster back on because his egg could still be eaten. Some people will still eat it. Again, we, we, we view it in terms of the marketplace. There's still a market. People would buy an egg that was nested for less than three days. It's still edible. It will, go, it will sell at a discount. So therefore, it's not chesh. It's only, um, it's only hefsin muat. They're only losing a little bit because you have to sell it at a discount because it's a little disgusting. But somebody who has his head screwed on straight, he will uh, you know, be able to focus on the fact that this is food and not get so uh, grossed out by the fact that it turned a little. So um, that's only hefshin muat. Amar sabar la hefshin muat nama chashashu. That Ravami says that no, that if it turned a little bit, it's still somewhat of a hefshin. If it's somewhat of a hefshin, so then we're going to say go ahead, even on chalmite, and if the rooster jumped off, go ahead and put the rooster back on. Okay, now we just discussed the next case in the mission. We said garfin mitacha. So it, like in the mission, we discussed two different processes. We said rake it on mayed, and garfin, you can pick it up. So Tanur Abanur, we'll see it in the Bryce a little bit clearer. If you have refuse in the chatzar, you move it to the side. You take it out to the garbage. So the Gemara says, Raking or taking it to the garbage. Which one is it? Which one am I allowed to do? Hagu Vakasha. We said just move it to the side. Throw it out. Which one is it? Move it to the side or throw it out? Again, we're going to answer. It depends. So on the we said erev pesach the iser malafa is not as chomer. Therefore, on erev pesach you can take the uh, refuse out to the ashba to the garbage. On cholamayid you can't. Rabbi says no. Don't learn it that way. Don't split the mission that way. Either way, we're talking about cholamayid. And this is how you learn the brisa. Im in other words, rape, rake it. It's, it's also going to go into the ashba. We're talking about Bechol Shemayed. So ideally, you wouldn't be picking up the refuse at all. You rake it to the side. If it's too much, if it gets too stuffy, right? There's too much zevel around. There's too much refuse around. Then, then if you need to, you could take it out. But it's talking about Bechol Shemayed. And then the, the third case, So Amra Papa. Babiklan Rava. Tanan. We learned in the Mishnah Malichin, Umevin, Kalim, Besa, Umin. Afal Pisha, Enon, Lutzarechamba, we said that you can pick up your stuff. You can bring it to an Oman, or you can pick it back up when it's ready, even if it's not Lutzarechamba. Viramin, oh, what do you learn in the Stira, Enevin, Kalim, Besa, Umin? Vim Chayshesh, you're not allowed to. We have a Bryce that says you're not allowed to. Vim Chayshesh, Lanshami, Yignavu, if you are concerned that it's going to get stolen, Mifanan, Lachatzar, Cheres, so you can remove it if you're afraid that the Umin. May, uh, may steal it once it's done, it's sitting around, or may get lost, so you could pick it up from the Oman, but you're not allowed to bring it into your own house. You have to, mefan on the chatzar acheres, give it to a friend that you trust to hold. You can't bring it home. Umishanina, and we answer this theory like Kasha. What's the, what's the answer? What's the answer we've been using this whole Amun? Kan bar basar, kan bachol shamay. That on the 14th, I'm allowed to pick it up from an Oman, bring it home. Achol maid, okay, I'm, I, can, uh, I can pick it up, but I'm not allowed to bring it into my house. Or we have another answer. 
Or we can learn both of these prices, one that says you're allowed to pick up and bring home, and one that says you're allowed to pick up but you can't bring home. So, that the difference is not Yudalad versus Cholmite, it's a question of if I trust the guy. So, what do you mean? It said, like Hakad, a jug, from the jug maker, the gla- uh, 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 a kais, a glass from the glass maker. Okay, that's the one we want. Right. So if let's say the omen is demanding payment because he doesn't have any, he doesn't have any food to feed his family, so you, you pay him and tell him to hold on to it. If you don't trust him, then he's going to hold on to it. Then so now, Torah's the Mevian. So now this all works for the Mevian. How you could bring it home. But how could you be Malichin? How are we going to get around the fact that our Mishnah said Malichin? Malichin Kasha, Dikatani, Ain Mevian, Vakolsh came to Ain Malichin. So of course, if you're not even allowed to bring it to your house, of course you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to be Malichin. Ela Machvarta Kadishanina Meikara. That you can't say that we're talking, you can't say that the difference here in the Steer and the Brysa, one Brysa which says, that you're allowed to bring it home. One person says you're not allowed to bring it home. Is the difference whether you trust the guy or not? It must be that the difference is yodalid, because malichin. So what we're saying is you're allowed to be malichin or pick it up on yodalid. Now, on cholamayid, you're not allowed to be malichin at all. You can't bring it to the oman. You're allowed to pick it up from the oman if you have concerns that it might not be around after yantif. And then you're not allowed to bring it home, but you could just bring it to the bais hasamachloi. So on Yudalid, you could, bring, you could bring it home or you could bring it to the Yoman. You could bring it back from home. And, um, and on Cholomite, you uh, can only, you can never bring it to the Yoman, of course. And even bringing it home, you're not allowed to bring it home. You can just bring it to a Bayesamachloi, get it out of the Yoman's property so that it'll still be around later. Okay, so... Summarize quickly. Okay, we started off discussing on Tishabab B'chol Makam. We said, Tamachacham is going to be Asr B'malacha. Rishim Gamliel said, so that was the Tanakama, who said only a Tamachacham can refrain from doing work in a place where the Minog is to do work. Rishim Gamliel said, anybody can make himself a Tamachacham. We don't have a Yura issue. We asked, what do you mean, it's a We see the Kriyashma the other way. With two answers, either Mechlef is a Shita, or if Shisha said, don't change the Shita, it's situational. That according to Rabbanon, over there, he's doing what everybody's doing, so therefore we're not concerned about Yura. Over here, okay. He's, if, if he stops working, he looks different than everybody else who is working, so that's a Yura issue. Rishim Gamliel said that by Kriya Shema, we have a real problem of Kavana, right? You can't go ahead and say, well, we know, I know I could have Kavana. Versus here, yes, you, you might stay. Versus here, even though you're not doing Malacha, you don't stand out because, just because you're in a working economy, a couple of people not working does not stand out. That's quite normal. Okay, the Chachamim said, and then we contrasted this with the first Mishnah of our parak, where we said, Makam Shenagu, and then we had a Mishnah that said, the Yehuda, the Chachamim, the Yehuda, 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 right? And so here, we talked in Beisham and Beisil, had a Machaikis, whether it's Mutter or Asr, to do Malacha at night. So we see that this Mishnah is talking about Iser, and as opposed to the first Mishnah, we're talking about Minah. So we said that this Mishnah, the Chachamim here is Rabbi Yehuda, Versus the mission at the beginning of the Herakles were mayor who held it was Talia Minug. We asked the question of Yehuda from the case of Chadash, right? We said, I, the guy who wants to replant, why is it to replant on the 13th if it's Mutter on the 14th? So we said it's either Galil at night, 
We said it could be where, where Rabbi Huda says it's Asr. It could be Galil Day, where because people don't plant that night, right? And therefore, that's why we didn't bring. That's why he didn't bring a case of the fourteenth replanting. Or, like Morty's favorite answer, that we only say one mixes Yom and not two. Okay, and that's why we don't say the fourteenth. That's why we didn't bring a case of the fourteenth. Okay, so and we said that any malacha. Then we got into the malacha. Of when can I finish it? Right, and we asked the question. We said that any malacha that you started before the fourteenth, you could finish on the fourteenth. We wanted to know. What happens if it's Shaloy Lutzerich, right? Is that Mishnah which says you're allowed to finish it, does that mean even if it's not for Yantif or only if it's for Yantif? The Nafkamina is if you say it's even if it's not for Yantif, that means when we said it's Asr to start, that would be only something Shaloy Lutzerich. But Lutzerich, maybe I could start. And the Gemara went through a couple of rides and we answered that no. Lamaisa, that which we allowed you to finish is only if you needed Lutzerich Hamoyed. But Shaloy Lutzerich, you can't even finish. So for sure, you can't start, even if it's a Lutzerich Hamoyed, you can't start the Malacha. Okay, and then we said, uh, we brought the Gimel Umnin, that we said, Yaschel Archatzois. And the first three everybody agreed to, that was the, the tailor, the barber, and the cleaners, because what we said was, we allowed you to do that on Yudalud, since there is a situation where we would allow some people to use these people on Cholomite, so therefore we'll allow anybody to use on Yudalud, which is easier. And then there was a Machlekes in regards to the shoemaker, because he does need to be open, right, for emergencies, for strap repair, so do we allow him to just manufacture shoes or not? That was Machlekes tonight. Okay, then we talked about returning the, 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 the uh, putting the uh, uh, nesting, right? The rooster on top of the eggs. So we said that on, and the way we learned it was on Yodalid, we said you could put the rooster on, on Yodalid, it's not a problem. Cholmoid, you could return it. Now, only if it's within three days of when the rooster ran away, because after three days, your manufacturing process is, is kaput, right? You're done. Okay, it's gone. There's no hope. You can't save it. And then we had a machlegis, Rav Huna, Rav Ami, do, at what, how far into the manufacturing process does it have to be, the nesting process? Does it have to be three days where it's already, like, it's completely gone, it's inedible? Or do we say even less than three days since some people won't eat it? So it's a pseida, uh, a pseida muat, it's a small pseida that we say that it's already ruined enough that will therefore allow you to put a rooster back on, on Chalmite. And then we had the stira in Garfin, right? We said as far as clearing refuse, we said um, that, that, it, um, <coughs> that we, we said that, that you, can, uh, you rake it to the side or maybe La'ashba, right? It was more clear in the Brisa. And we had a Machlekes, Abayah said, oh, so rake it on, on, on Cholmoid, maybe La'ashba is on Erev Yantav, which you said is easier. Rabbi said, no, both were talking about Cholmoid, and what we're saying is, ideally you rake it, if it gets disgusting and, and there's no space anymore, then you can carry it to the Ashba. And then we had the Mavian, Melech and Mavian Kalim, Lebesa Oman, right, where we said, you can Melech and maybe, and then we had a brisa which said, you can't be maybe, and if you need to be maybe, you could only bring it, if you're concerned, you can only bring it to your neighbor, you can't even bring it home. And we answered that the Mishnah is talking about Yon Yudalad, and the other one's talking about, uh, talking about Cholomite, so it's where it's more machmer. We tried answering a different case, one is where you're not as afraid, and one is where you're more afraid, but we said then you still have no excuse for Malichen, so we were machvarta, we went, we went to, with the first answer.